0: Well, 121 designers from 23 countries. Uh, World of Wearable Arts has over 60,000 audience members every year. It's probably New Zealand's largest theatre production, and as close to Broadway or Vegas as Aotearoa already gets. And the Spectacular Whale Show opened on Friday in Pormachie, and we were there. It's the big opening awards night featuring musicians Diva Mahal and Zoe Moon, performing artists Tyroa Royal and Jackson Cook and DJ Atoha, and so much more. So how was this year's show and how are the winning works shaping up? Well, joining me on Culture 101 is artist, writer and designer Fifi Colston. Last year, Colston was Supreme Wow Award runner-up and Aotearoa uh, section winner with Dunedin artist Bruce Mahalski. She's uh, entered an incredible 27 times. Fifi, kia thank you for joining us.
1: Kia ora, Mike.
0: Oh, um, Yeah, 27 times is a long time. I guess you keep coming back because you love it, right?
1: Uh, uh, I do, and I'm going to correct you. It's 28. 28 <laughs> yes.
0: 28 this year.
1: 20, 28 pieces in show. Wow. Yeah, since 1995.
0: <laughs> it has changed a lot in that time. I mentioned Vegas before. The the the, the creator producer on the show, Brian Burke, who's come in last year, uh, has known for his big Vegas stage shows, and it really was the closest I've seen to something like that. Has do you? Th- is it more Vegas in the last few years? Well, not having been to Vegas and only just imagining from what I've seen
1: on the, <laughs> uh, you know, on the telly, um, yeah, I think performance-wise, in term in terms of the artistic performers, with um, certainly the the singers and oh, amazing and yeah. the circus performers, just brilliant. Wow, has always been a spectacular show. Unlike anything else I've ever seen. The first one I ever went to, I went, oh, I, wow, that's just yeah.
0: <laughs> was was that a wow. Nelson Fifi? Yes, a Nelson. It so there was
1: always some like pyrotechnics going off and and crazy things happening on stage and and so there's, there's a bigger because it's a bigger stage now. It's there's a broader amazing use of uh, technology, video as well, which I really love. Um, and and beautiful showcase casing of the garments. So there's there's quite a, it's quite a spectacular because you're 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 um you've got circus performers, tri- yeah. all sorts of people doing. You've so you've got it's, you've got like four shows in one. You've got S- yeah. singers and musicians and performers and and quite apart from. From the garments, which so you know, it's like going to five, four or five shows. It
0: what- is so much aerial work. Um, mm. This kind of sound visual show, you know, it's very Star Wars like. I mean, you know, you don't have to actually be into wearable arts to enjoy this. In fact, oh. part of me wondered sometimes whether you kind of feel like I mean, you could almost take out the wearable arts and you'd still have an incredible show. And um, do you wonder, wonder sometimes worry that it kind of the show can dwarf the wearable art?
1: Um. No, I don't personally, because I think what they what they do with the show is to, they do showcase the garments and they create a story. And yeah. um, when I think back to the early shows, sometimes you couldn't tell what were garments and what were costume props for the the show. So I think they the garments are uh, showcased better, yeah, so much better now, uh, because there's there's you can see what's what. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I, I think they did it this year. They did a really clever thematic thing carrying a quite a space age th- theme throughout the whole show and introducing the... Uh, it was very cleverly interwoven. I Literally think.
0: out of this world, eh? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, in terms of the different categories, which the, the, the show is kind of sectioned around, the Bizarre Bra came back this year, mm-hmm. which is, I think, always been a bit of a favourite. Um, and uh, you were in that this year. Um, mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about your? Or bizarre bra?
1: Well I've done quite a few bizarre bras so it's fun to have it back again so i had, had to have a crack at that and uh and also it's got an entry level piece because it's just if you're entering whale wow, for the first time so you know it's a small piece to do um but mine was uh, a small giant snail so um mine was uh is um, based on uh, Pupurangi, or the Parifanta busby um, snail, which oh. is a giant land snail in New Zealand.
0: And well, uh, the, Yours was very giant. I presume yours was bigger than yeah, the normal scale. The People the pictures, can the, see a picture of this the picture. on the webpage.
1: Yeah, and, uh, and I just, I first heard, I didn't, wasn't aware of these giant land snails, and they're carnivorous too, which I didn't know. <laughs> And, uh, but I'm a big fan of Jessie Mulligan's um, spot on Critter of the Week with Nicola Tookie. And, uh, and she was talking about, the, uh, about these giant land snails. I don't know, it might have been a year or a couple of years ago. Yeah. And uh, I immediately went and looked at them on the site and then, then Googled them and, and went down a snail hole. <laughs> 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 like, oh my goodness, these things like they eat worms and they're, yeah, um, be- but beautiful
0: it's one thing to be fascinated though by a snail, but another to have it crawling over someone's brazier.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was, I thought it was kind of a fun thing, and I've got the snail crawling over, and I say crawling because it is animated. And uh, it does
0: move. Oh, what, um, what? Sorry, it's animated. It moves.
1: Yes, it moves. How, um, how does it do that? Well, originally I put some robotics in it, and then there's that thing of <laughs> if you use robotics and something could go wrong, it will on stage. <laughs> I, it won't work. So I just went back to a simple D-ring and string and spring mechanism which the, the model pulls a little kawa leaf, <laughs> uh, at her side. You can't kind of see what she's doing and this thing rears up and um and moves. So it's really I
0: didn't fun. spot that. I didn't spot that, but it, it looked really fantastic on stage. <laughs> now I mean uh the winner of this um uh this category and we've got a photograph of this as well on our on our webpage um is of course called Groundbreaking by Kirsty and David Kirkpatrick and it's literally i think it's the little yellow digger but a double obviously a double little yellow digger yes. for the for the left and right side yeah um this was quite ingenious I mean obviously you're going to be very popular on a kind of kiwiana scale what did you think of that
1: i loved it <laughs> honestly it' but i'm um, a big fan of yellow diggers for various reasons because I illustrate the little yellow digger books. Wow, yes, and you're a children's
0: illustrator I, as well for children's book illustrator, so I, th- what I, a nice connection!
1: Yeah, but I love them you know, honestly, they were so beautifully made and engineered. And I don't know whether you noticed, Mike, but the tracks move around.
0: Oh, I didn't and see it again. This yeah. is my little thing with the show is that you don't, I mean, I, what I love about Wow, is it often the you see the costumes later and they're on ex, ex, exhibition? Yeah. But you know, from a distance, some of this movement stuff you don't get close up to enough.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's the thing. It, it's so full on. You're going, where, where am I looking? Where am I? What? <laughs> you know. Um. But yes, I just, I was so thrilled. I walked with joy when, when that won the the prize for bazaar Bra because it was so funny and so. Beautifully executed and engineered. Um, yeah, yeah. It wasn't hacked together out of egg cartons and things, you know.
0: Yeah. So your other impressions. You're, you're a, you're, you you're the most experienced judge we could possibly have on this, I should imagine. <laughs> uh, although goodness, he's trying to be a judge but, of these amazing things. What, what else stood out for you? Um,
1: what else stood out for me? Uh well, there's so many things because you're looking at everything. Um, but I mean, in terms of. In terms of being a designer in the show, um, we get quite—you know—once once you're selected and you're in the show, uh, when it comes to Wow Week, it's it's great fun because we meet all the other international designers and we oh, right. Get together. They put on a special designer day. There's uh, there's lots of drink <laughs> drinking of bubbles going on and <laughs> and and making connections, some creative connections, which is really wonderful. What
0: happens on the designer day then?
1: Oh well, we uh we get breakfasted and lunched and uh, and we this year we went out to wet a workshop. Uh, we had some great talks and uh, with Richard Taylor, we went and saw behind the scenes a few things and uh, some years they'll run a workshop and last year we made silver rings, which was amazing. And Oh, seriously, uh, that's great. It, it's just such good fun, yeah.
0: Um, that sounds amazing. So over the years, I guess you've kind of built up friendships and a bit of a creative community then for it.
1: Absolutely. I I think the thing is that once we find each other, like when we all get together on Designers Day, it's that collective, oh, here is my tribe. These are the people who totally understand my obsession with whatever materials you're using and and the craziness of making these things. And we all are makers. We're all makers. We love making things. And sometimes the people around you don't quite appreciate that. Although I have to say my family are very long-suffering. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I wanted to ask you about the making because you you for a long time in your career been a props maker in mm-hmm. television and elsewhere, and um, I noticed that the the winner this year Jill Saunders who Kim Hill was speaking to yesterday on RNZ with Earthling an incredible work mm-hmm. handmade I couldn't believe to hear that was handmade uh, also a props maker um I, you know I wondered if, if prop making was such a big thing in the TV and film and theatre industry now or whether some of that energy has gone on to something like Wow.
1: Uh, Well, it's you know, I mean, it was only me doing well pieces that got me into making costume props.
0: I see. So I didn't do it the other way. The other way around, around. yeah.
1: Uh, And so people come from all sorts of different backgrounds. My background has always been as an illustrator and a writer, and uh, so the 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 wearable art has fed into my costume and prop stuff. And now I make puppets for uh, bespoke puppets for clients for television, and you know small films and what have you um I've forgotten what the question was right? <laughs> I guess well
0: I guess it was just whether there is as much of an industry around prop making as as there was in New Zealand I mean obviously the film industry has increased tenfold in, in recent years
1: well it has And um, Richard Taylor gave us a really good interesting talk on the designer day about this because so much is 3d Digital work, so it's you know how how many actual real life you know props, but there's been a real rise. I think maybe I'm just more aware of it because I'm doing it in in short films in New Zealand. So the lower budget, they don't have money for all the CGI kind of digital stuff. So you know you're looking at practical effects and practical props, and how can we make this rather than because we don't have the budget to CGI it. So there's quite a... At that level, there's quite a lot of that work going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I listened to Gillian Saunders too, and that was a really fascinating thing and about finding things to dress sets with. You're still gonna need like if you need to find an old wheat bix tin or something. You still gotta go and find that. You're well thank you, studio, Fifi. Eh?
0: Are you gonna be back next year at Wow do you think? Or at least entering?
1: Uh, I'm <laughs> I'm working on my next uh, year as we speak.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Fifi. Thanks for joining us. It's Fifi Colston here talking about this year's World of Wearable Arts in and pornicky uh, And to celebrate that here is one of the featured: This is Diva Mahal with "Will Anything Change."
1: Deva Mahal with her powerful anthem Will Anything Change from her record Future Classic Volume 1 and Deva appears with her sister Zoe as part of the World of Wearable Arts in Pornicky.